0: listeners this is katie langston from the enter the bible podcast we just wanted to thank you so much for engaging and listening during season two and let you know we're taking a quick break until after the first of the year but we'll be back in your feed with season three in just a few short weeks with a great lineup of guests and answers or at least reflections related to the fantastic questions you've submitted in the meantime could you do us a favor Rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and share the podcast with a friend. It really helps us get the word out and provide thoughtful, faithful reflections on the Bible and the world. And if you've got a burning Bible question, submit it on our website at enterthebible.org. We'll see you in early 2022 for season three. Welcome to the Enter the Bible podcast where you can get answers or at least reflections on everything you wanted to know about the Bible but were afraid to ask. I'm Katie Langston.
1: And I'm Catherine Schifferdecker.
0: And today on the podcast we are delighted once again to welcome Jennifer Kaland, Associate Professor of New Testament uh, at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary. Um, and today we are tackling the question. This was a listener submitted question, by the way, and so um, those of you who are uh, listening, you can go to the website, Bible.org, and there's a button that says ask a question. You can ask it. We will attempt <laughs> to talk about it on the podcast. But the, the, the question that was submitted was, is Jesus God? Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> what does the Bible say about that? sound effects are great when they're spontaneously created. (laughs) So
2: this, this question is, um, it just brings back seminary, early seminary days. It's probably been before, um, when I was just kind of, um, doing some discernment and taking classes. And I still remember a professor saying, um, Jesus was wholly human and and wholly uh, divine, right? He was like, Jesus is not half and half.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's not half and half. half You don't put him in your coffee. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Exactly. And that has always kind of stuck with me um, in a very positive way, right? Is that when this question, um, when this kind of question of the person um, of Jesus uh, comes up, um, is to, to, to not to try to dilute it, um, which I think is easy for us to do, right? We can point to the gospel of Mark and say, well, you know, Jesus was kind of a heroic figure. Um, you know, he was a prophet and an important figure for the time. Um, but it's, you know, his, his divinity is, is undeniable, um, in the, in the text as well. Right. Um, And and so uh, to to think of Jesus as being um, fully human and fully divine, I think it gives us uh, as humans something inspirational to live into if we are to imitate, if we are to be, uh, come like Jesus, right? How do we do that? Um, And I think it gives us the possibility of identifying and seeing the divine, not solely in ourselves, but in each other right? In Mm -hmm. in what ways um, do we embody kind of uh, the the divine, um, Mm -hmm. I think, is the other side of this question um,
1: that we could kind of think about and talk about. So we see, uh, you know, around Christmas time, of course, we hear the the nativity stories again, the favorite one being in Luke, um, you know, the Bethlehem baby in a manger, the shepherds, uh, and, you know, Jesus is uh certainly um you know called uh, son of god you know the uh, uh, in the annunciation when gabriel comes to Mary, right uh the baby to be born of you shall, shall be called son of god uh am i right about that uh, am i quoting that correctly but so there's this uh but but then you have uh, other texts uh, and you have other texts like the first Chapter of the Gospel of John, right? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, right? And the Word took on flesh uh, and, and lived among us, dwelt among us. So there's some very bold statements uh, in Scripture, both uh, you know, in those in those Gospel uh, narratives about Jesus' birth, and uh, in um, in the Book of Hebrews, which I know is one of your specialties, Jennifer, uh, about you know the the uniqueness of this person, right? This yeah. this mm-hmm. Jesus of Nazareth, uh, who uh, who is you know who is more than just a child of God, right? I think we we talk about ourselves as children of God, and I think that's that's right. But there's something unique about this particular person, right? Mm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and if I if I can, and
2: this is um, one of the, the parts of Hebrew that I, I do love. Um, it says that in um, it kind of begins. Like the fairy tale, like long, long ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really. yeah, right. um, that's how I would say it's it long, long yeah. ago. Um, God spoke to the ancestors, uh, but what, what um, to get to your point about the uniqueness of the person of Jesus? Um, it says that Jesus is the reflection of God's glory hmm. and the exact imprint of God's very being, hmm. and He sustains all things by His powerful word. Right? The exact.
1: And this is, this is he- Hebrews. Yes. What? what chapter yes uh the first chapter first chapter in the
2: The first few verses um and a text that is is calling us right to to imitate and giving us these examples that jesus is the forerunner um, of our faith right (laughs) that this is we are to imitate the person of jesus to say that jesus is the exact imprint Hmm. of of god right, Um, is, is what the writer of Hebrew tells us, like, before even getting into any of the sacrifice, before even getting into, you know, what Jesus did, right, it is, it takes us back, um, much like the Gospel of John that you referenced, right, it takes us back to the beginning um, to remind us, um, you know, who, who uniquely Jesus is,
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Why does it matter, like, for our faith, and, you know, that that jesus has this particular you know is the exact imprint of god that jesus is fully human and fully divine like are these you know these are theological claims that are made but they're not you know academic like what is the what is the the point i guess and and reflecting maybe at this time of year on on the incarnation and 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 jesus being born uh, to mary like why, you know, couldn't God have done it a different way? Did God have to show up in a baby? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Um, um certainly, right? <laughs> I I know I'm being this time I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm yeah, being right. Certainly God could have done it a different way. Hmm. Um, but then how could his name be called Emmanuel? Hmm. God hmm. with us, hmm. if indeed Another way had been chosen, right? Uh, We we could have, you know, uh, in in some ways, perhaps, um, you know, thinking about it, we could think of other ways that it could have been done. Um, But to to name Jesus as uh, Emmanuel, to to think of Jesus as being uh, the incarnation of the Word of God. the, the very kind of breath of God walking among us, um, I think gives a unique experience, gives our humanity, kind of our understanding of our humanity, uh, a very unique understanding, right? Um, in, in that, you know, we can relate to Jesus in so many ways, <laughs> right? There are other ways we can't, you know, we can't go around healing people. Most of us don't have the ability to do that, right? Most of us don't have the ability to do the things that Jesus did. But in other ways, Jesus wept when his friend died and all of us can relate to that, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And
2: so there's so many ways in which we relate to Jesus because um, of his humanness, if you will, right? And then there are other ways in which we aspire to be like him in his ministry, Right. Mm-hmm. And now, but I would offer because some of that is because of his very divinity, right? Because of, of those things that we want to, right? We want to be able to be, have the empathy. And that's one of the things I love about the ministry of Jesus. It says over and over again, he was moved by compassion. He was yeah. moved by compassion and then acted, right? He it wasn't just moved and, and kind of said, oh, this really is a horrible world. I don't have to be here much longer. Um, I'm going to teach you a few things and you guys will figure it out. And I'll come back and check on you. Right? <laughs> and I'm, I'm a peace out. <laughs> and I'm, see you later. You know? yeah. that's, that's not how it goes. We would have yeah, right. a very short story if that's right? what happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But instead we have a savior who knew our, right? Back to Hebrews, right? Who knew the very suffering that we, who suffered in the same ways that we did. And yet, as the writer reminds us, you know, it's like, don't forget, um, is that he was still uh, God's son. And, and not in those titles, obviously have various meanings, right? The sure. son of God was a title that was used for emperors, which I think is important to point out, right? And so that doesn't necessarily Uh, mean something unique the son of man of course is a much more unique title um, given to jesus found in 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 daniel yes right and so those are are different kind of apocalyptic understanding but son of god Mm is also used for angels in some Mm contexts but again i I think as a writer in hebrews and all these writers are trying to get us to see is is to point to this kind of um that god is. That Jesus is God, right? Yeah, like yeah. to remind us, like right. don't forget, right? We we're giving you the picture of a very human person, but He is also God, and this mm-hmm. is what, right? This is our. Otherwise, we're not Christians, right? My children often debate this, like, what is it? What's the line? Like, where right, is the right. line? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. for right. whether
2: we believe this or not,
1: right. um, it, you know that one for me is a firm one. Yeah,
0: um, yeah,
1: yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. It, and it and it and it's important. I think you alluded to this before, right? Jesus is not just a great moral teacher, right? right. Or, I mean, he is certainly that as well. Sure. sure. But he's he's something more than that as well. I, I mean, that's what Christian faith has said for, for millennia, right? That there's, yes. you can't, it, it's not just a, yeah, again, a, 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 a model to follow, though he is that, but he, he is more too, than right. that, right? Yeah. Yes. And so the the incarnation, is foundational for uh, for christian faith um, and at the same time really odd right like it is weird like it, <laughs> it's I mean, awesome but it's so weird to wrap our minds around god becoming flesh right oh. is uh, is is astounding i mean i think you know we we get wrapped up i think on christmas you know christmas eve candlelight services with the the lovely you know um, manger scene with the baby in the manger and and all kinds of animals around right and and the little drummer boy and you know that manger that that stable's pretty crowded right yeah. <laughs> if you take all the Christmas stories and Christmas songs and Christmas fables um, but you know so we get it's easy to get wrapped up in the sentimentality of it yeah um, but it's when you really think about it it's just an astounding claim Right? That the god of the cosmos, the creator of the cosmos, became a baby. (laughs) Really? It just, what always strikes me about it
0: is that it just doesn't seem to be the thing that, like, a proper god should do. Like, a proper god wouldn't do that, right? A proper (laughs) god would stay up in his, or in god's kingdom, and would, you know, rule and be majestic and would be amazing and definitely would not be born in a barn and definitely would not sleep in a feeding trough <laughs> and definitely would not die on a cross, right? It just sort of like always strikes me about how to, to make the claim that Jesus is God requires us to maybe completely reimagine what we might think therefore a god like god is like right absolutely so like weakness and you know self-giving and vulnerability somehow is the most profound revelation of god's power and that's and like kind of wild
2: yeah i mean i think that's exactly what i thank you for saying that I've been, you know, kind of trying to articulate is perhaps it gives us an opportunity to rethink what we think of when we think of God. Right. And to hold those things as Jesus so beautifully does intention in, Mm -hmm. you know, in this tension of what's human and what's divine, we in our, in our lives, I think often try to separate secular was secular from what's got then it's so hard to do right right because it's like well I mean that song still makes me feel this way so I don't know that I could call it (laughs) secular or you know or this activity of dancing right if it's secular or because of where we do it no right it's we can't parse our lives that way yeah right and so when we think of, of God, I mean, do we think of breath or air or spirit? Mm -hmm. Um, And in that way, is it easier for us to conceive of God moving through humanity, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Moving through, into, through, around flesh. Um, But Mm -hmm. I think part of it is we get kind of caught up in (laughs) this image again, that we have of, a person perhaps sitting up in a place (laughs) right Right. that looks a particular way and so then that's the image of like wait is that what happened so that person becomes a baby and then right so that is what i think we are invited a little bit to reimagine yes you know what our concept of god what our concept of the divine is in fact
1: Mm.
0: oh that's beautiful
1: yeah yeah
0: Wow, so yay, Jesus is God, but (laughs) that means that God is maybe different than we thought. So spend some time with that, friends. Yes,
1: yes, yeah.
0: Well, that's
2: wonderful. And perhaps, uh, you know, perhaps our humanity, right? Uh, This is a question I often think about when when I'm teaching the creation narratives is, and perhaps it gives us a different way to think about our humanity as well, right? Um, In that, you know, I I think there's often two views, either we are, you know, made good, (laughs) (laughs) humanity is is fundamentally good, um, or we are, people seem to think we're fundamentally um, fallen, if you will, right? Right. right? That we're inherently flawed because of sin, right? But if we think of humanity as fundamentally good, right? If that's the position that you wish to take, um, then I do believe that it gives us the incarnation, in many ways, gives us a reason to think about humanity um, in a different way as well, right? Think of the gift of Jesus for allowing us to think of both
0: humanity differently and to think of God differently, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Enter the Bible podcast. And you can get high quality courses, commentaries, resources, videos, reflections, and much more at the newly relaunched Enter the Bible website at enterthebible.org. Thanks for joining us.